Run it up. This is another brand new episode of the Run It Up podcast. Run it up. We going in on everything sports, pop culture, and everything in the world of hip hop. Let's go. This is the Run It Up podcast with Najee Adams. Waited a long time to say this. What is up, everybody? Let's get and it. Welcome back to the Run It Up podcast here on the Rise Network. I am your host, Najee Adams, and I got for, for the first time in probably two months or some shit, the guys with me, both of them, Mr. Khalil Baker, Mr. Justice Gregory. We've been busy. Khalil was in Hawaii for two weeks, big money man. Justice was fighting hurricanes and shit, being a dad. And, you know, I was just chilling. Uh, but we are back. So my voice, how are you doing? It's been way too long. <laughs> way um, too long. I'm phenomenal, brother. Beautiful. That is beautiful. We are on a bit of a time constriction crunch or whatever. So today we're skipping song of the week. Uh, constriction crunch. Yeah, restriction, whatever it is. We're making up words. Skip a song of the week. But uh, it's, I think it's the first time we've ever done that. But that's how you notice she's real. But uh, we cannot skip the plugs. So make sure you all subscribe to the pod on the apple Podcasts, uh follow us on spotify follow us on twitter at run it a pod uh follow us on tiktok tiktok's coming back we don't have any relevant content so we haven't posted tiktoks but after this we should so follow us on tiktok uh i think it's at the run it up podcast follow me on twitter at Najee adams underscore hello on twitter at below 44 justice changes twitter every two weeks but i think it's like jree two or something like that yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah there yeah. you go there yeah get go. that just fitted out of there that was yeah. that was just that was not it <laughs> you got peer pressured but you know here he is <laughs> he, I'm changed back. he changed it and just three two was taken i tried to oh, go back damn. to my original one it wasn't damn. Like me. somebody got it real quick that's why i'm <laughs> never changing my shit um but yeah make sure i do all that good stuff leave a five-star rating and review uh, all of it is appreciated. And today we are talking basically everything NBA postseason. We're giving our NBA awards. We're doing our all NBA teams and we're doing our little playoff preview. So by the end of the pod, y'all know everything that we know about the postseason and what we think and all that good stuff. So you might as well go and dive on into it. Where do y'all, do y'all want to start player awards or do y'all want to start first all NBA? Wherever you want. You're, you're the host. Damn, what that's jeez. Oh, go awards. Go awards. That doesn't help at all. All right, let's go awards. So I feel like we shouldn't bury the lead. So let's just give our MVP, right? I feel like everyone's probably gonna have the same shit. Um oh, dude, this guy's fucking already. We're already on a different type of time. So all right, Justice, you shook your head and shit. Go ahead. Tell me who's your MVP, bro. The MVP, and rightfully so, in my opinion, he's not gonna win. Oh, I know you're saying there. Yeah, you tweeted yours a long time ago. I yeah, I, I, like I, I tweeted mine. You know who it is. Giannis is the MVP. Um, at the end of the day, they got the best record in the NBA. He's 30, 10, and 5 on 55% shooting. Never happened. The last time 30, 10, and 5 happened on 50% shooting, that was Wilt. Yeah, that's so great. 30, so 30, 10, <laughs> and 5 on He's at 55, right? You said? Yeah, yeah. So that last Crazy. time 50% happened was at Wilt. 55 has never happened. So then to put that in perspective, the last seven guys to average 30, 10, and five, or the last eight, seven of them won MVP. So the well, fact that he's about to the, be seven out of nine. The fact no, it's gonna be seven out of nine. But the <laughs> fact that Giannis is not like just like the overwhelming MVP is absolutely insane to me. It's really I, weird to me how there's so much traction for Jokic or, or there was for him to get a third MVP, but we've like never gotten that for Giannis. Like it's just so weird. Like they're just tired of giving MVPs or even having a conversation about it for real. 
I think that's what happens when you're the bona fide, clear best player in the league. You know, ask like, LeBron, bro. Like, that, that's what I'm yeah. saying. Like, I feel like no one really regards Jokic as the best player. And I guess some people do think he's the no, best player in the league. No but way. I think the overall consensus is Giannis is the best player in the league. So we're just like, we expect this out of him. But just because you expect greatness doesn't mean that you shouldn't reward it. Oh, I'm spitting it, right now. <laughs> it's, a, it's, his, it's his best season ever. So, like, and Jokic, they've won, what, 56 games? Uh, they are 53 and 29. 53 and 29 as the one seed is the lowest win one seed in what the last I think it's 15 years or something like that. Yeah. It's like we're it's like we're literally and I get that guys with different records of one MVPs recently that go back to Russ and these guys who have won MVPs just for getting their teams in. Um back to Yo- didn't Jokic just sec- second MVP? They was like the sixth seed or something. Or something yeah, that's crazy. what I'm saying. Yeah, like literally last year Jokic yeah. got the sixth seed. So but if Big we're narrative. comparing if we're comparing resumes here, I mean not only is Giannis historically amazing, he's also the better defender and the more valuable defender. And his team has the best record in the NBA. So it's just it doesn't make sense to me why Giannis isn't the runaway favorite. And like I said, he's not going to win. Um, but if both of you don't pick Giannis, I'm on timing because I'm going to have to get an explanation of why it shouldn't be Giannis. Uh, Giannis, best player on best team that typically went that typically wins. I didn't pick him because I'm picking who I think is gonna get it. And so, no, you're supposed to pick who you think should get it. I mean, I think Giannis is the best player in the league, and I, I, I think the argument is valid, but I'm not going to lie, bro. I feel bad for Joel Embiid because I low-key feel like he should have got that shit last year. I'm We're getting canceled. We, we can't do that, bro. I feel bad for my boy, and, but I don't do I feel like all he, the time he's deserving. It's not like he's just getting blown out of the water by Giannis and Jokic. I think it's a three-man race. I think most people have tried to make it a two-man race. Most people don't even mention Giannis. Uh, I think the, the the consensus is Jokic and Bede. I decided to give it – I damn sure wasn't giving it to Jokic, even though he was my preseason MVP. And I was I was riding with it. I wanted to be right so bad. But I think the tides really switched. I think for – it was – I think the way it went was, like, the beginning of the season, it started out as a lot of people had Steph, and Steph got injured – Tatum got it. Then Jokic held it for like three months. And then they had that head-to-head matchup on prime time. And then B went nuts. And I think that's kind of, since then, I think people have have kind of given what him the MVP award. For me, I, I gave it to Joel Embiid. He's fifth player in NBA history. to average 33 and 10. Uh, you know that little, you know how basketball wait, reference. The what, wait, the what player? The, the fifth? The fifth, yeah. Damn, it's crazy because Giannis is the <laughs> first. <laughs> the first. Shout out to KD. First one ever is like 55, 55, 40, 90 is crazy. Impressive, <laughs> super impressive. That's insane. 40, 47 games, right? Super yeah, impressive. Yeah, 40, yeah. 47 games. I'm not. It's just low bro. sample size, but that's just still nuts. nuts. That's a good <laughs> yeah, sample. No, it's absolutely that's a decent no, sample insane. size, though. Like, it's nothing to, like, I guess. It's like you crazy played 20 out, games. But... <laughs> okay, but it's that's, that's almost barely over half the season. No, I agree. I'm not. I'm not and arguing what, with you. I'm just saying that's with the nuts. Suns? Yeah, that's not going in no record. Yeah, books. eight games with the Suns. And no, um, uh, yeah, ten years we're not bringing up this KD season. No, nah, even though he's all. been he's been phenomenal. I just it's not not gonna happen. Uh, you know how? Uh, so I'm about to give you a little bit of trivia. This kind of gives to my Embiid MVP argument, but I just kind of want to ask you also. They do that little game score thing where they give a game like a individual individual performance a score. Based like on FIFA, like soccer, yeah, like based on how good they've done. So Embiid had the tenth highest game score of, of any game in NBA history this year. It was a 59, 11, eight assists, seven blocks on 68% shooting. Insane stat line. Uh there was three other top 10 performances 
this season. Can y'all okay. guess what they were? Donovan Mitchell, 71. That was the third highest in NBA history. The other 71, whoever else did it. They scored 70. That Bam, was the Bam. fifth highest in NBA history. But there's another one. There's one more. Is it uh, Luca? The 60 Damn, points this kid's insane. Yeah. It's the 60, it's the 60, 21, and 10. That was the seventh highest. So there were four top 10 all-time games, this like individual performances this season, which is just insane. And Bead had number 10. Uh I think for me, between him and Jokic, the off like Jokic is just a walking offensive juggernaut. He's the hub of that Nuggets offense. They scored 124 points per 100 possessions when he was on the floor. That's five points higher than the leading Sacramento Kings offense, which is insane. Uh, I think between him and Steph, like they like those are two walking, just like offensive juggernauts and like the way that you have to plan for them. Um, and I'm not sure it's close with anyone else outside of those two, but the gap on the defensive end for me between Jokic and Joel Embiid is just pretty monstrous. Jokic don't play a lick of defense, uh, no matter what the advanced that say opponent shot 69% while he was the nearest defender, which is damn, damn, damn short low. You shoot at 70% when Jokic is guarding you. That's kind of crazy. Uh, and so, yeah, I'm going to give it to Joel Embiid. I think the, the Sixers are the six seed, uh, the three seed, my fault, the three seed. They're four games behind the Bucks for the one seed. Uh, and Joel Embiid has been pretty dominant all season. So I'm going to go ahead and give it to him. And he actually cares about it. So I'm going to go ahead and give Joel Embiid my MVP. He does care about so, it. I so out of guilt. You guys care about it. So out of guilt, you gave it to him. He's deserving, though. He's deserving, though. But is he more deserving than Giannis? Is he more deserving than Giannis? Probably not, but hey, okay, maybe then he's bit, not deserving. You can't have of, three deserving candidates. Of, no, they, they, you, you can, you can be, have three there deserving. There can be three deserving candidates. I mean, you can rank them, though, but they can all they can be, be deserving. deserving candidates. Like, but like is he generational, though? I'm oh, just my saying. God. Yeah, <laughs> but it's Joe Burrow in this stuff. <laughs> but you can make an argument for Embiid and, like, not be, I guess, too upset about it. Um, well, you are, but. All right, so, I, Khalil, I, who's your MVP? Real quick, I have a question. Why is there so much emphasis put on stuff happening at the end of the year? Like, just because Always. it happened, like, why? Like, I don't understand. And it's Recency every, bias, my brother. It's, it's insane. Like, it happens with uh with the Mavs and then choosing to tank with two games in the season. And you get the Blazers benching. They games. chose to tank with eight games. Like. <laughs> back, back, in, back in March. And no, no, like, nothing's happening. Like, it's just so weird to me. And then, again, this goes back to my point, the MVP. Like, I, there was a game where Embiid scored half of the Sixers points, right? That was insane against the Celtics. They they had 104, and he had, like, 56. That's crazy. Didn't Giannis do that this season also? I don't know. Yeah, he, he also did that this season. Damn, well, he don't get no clout. My son need to get his he clout just, up because – He just hasn't done it recently. <laughs> but we're so that, – that, that's my problem, bro. And Giannis is literally – and you, you mentioned it, but, like, literally getting LeBron treatment. When it comes yes. to his records, he sets the statistical games he has. The like, there was somebody, the guy I argue with on Twitter all the time. His name is Blake. He's one of my good friends in Camelsville, but he's a huge Giannis. He's a Giannis hater. He's a LeBron hater. So we just don't see eye to eye. He's a KD stand, and he, I think Giannis had like fifty and like fifteen or something like that. And he was like, "Do it against a good team." He just did it in the in game six of the finals, like two, like two years ago, and then. He does it all the time. Like he's like a walking 30 and 15. Yeah. I mean, I, I think people kind of, I don't know. I, I think people kind of discount it or maybe take it for granted is the right thing because yep. we just expect him to be like, that's what we expect him to do. Like Giannis is the best player in the league. So in a lot of people's minds, like, yeah, he's, he's the best player in the league. So he should be doing that stuff. We're not going to reward you for doing what we think you should do. 
But do you feel like people try to replace Giannis as the best player in the league every week? Because that's what it feels like to me. I don't actually. I think he's the. I think a lot of people think he's the consensus. I think he is the consensus best player. In the I think it's his it, game isn't visually appealing. People try mm. to find a way to around it. I think they used to do it, but I feel like I haven't heard a lot of talk about the best player in the league. I feel like maybe Giannis has it, but they're just generating a conversation somewhere else, like MVP, for instance, like not giving him his credit for MVP or even being in the conversation realistically. But they really just, I guess they accepted the fact that he is the best player in the league. I just don't hear a lot about it anymore. Okay. Just want to see what y'all thought. Personally. No, for sure. Khalil, who your MVP, bro? Is Giannis. Giannis is my MVP. Uh, you know, for you know, for a lot, for a lot What's of the reasons, just is, but, but I I just think stuff like that is weird too, though. Like, like the fact that Giannis has done this at some point, but I guess because it wasn't super recently or wasn't towards the end of the season, like we're not talking about it. And I I don't think he's been appreciated this season as much as he needs to be, uh, being who he is on both sides of the ball. Um, yeah, especially with Milton being out, um, being inconsistent that way, coming back and still you know trying to get his feet under him. Like Giannis is. You know, he, he he's the Bucks, and there's a reason why every year they are mentioned for going straight to the finals. Like, like I, I like Riv today put, I think he gave the Bucks his highest score for their chances of making it to the finals. It's like nine out of ten. Like he thought, a, we, he thought we were crazy for that when he came on the pod before the season. That the Bucks not going to get the Bucks. Yeah, and I, I, I'm pretty sure. I mean, I, I had still the Bucks the Warriors the are winning the chip. So I mean, what are we talking about? Well, well, do you think the Lakers are winning the chip? I mean, absolutely. So, okay. so what are we doing? What are we doing here? You could put them in the same conversation, but I, I do have Giannis as being a difference maker. I think there is an argument for Embiid, and I'm not going to be upset if you do make that argument. Uh, as far as Jokic goes, I think he kind of just kind of just took himself out of that race just by himself, uh, just not playing as much and just not really caring about it as much too. So I would, I would have Giannis as my MVP though. What I do want to say about the MVP thing is I think – the whole narrative that, you know, like, all right, once we give it to them, they've got to do something in the playoffs is completely overblown because people say that every year. People say that the first year Jokic won it, they did absolutely nothing. He won it again. Like, I don't, I don't think that that matters to anybody when you say that in giving the award at the time. But when when you get to the end of the next season and that person's averaging 30, 12 and nine, you're not thinking, oh, well, they got swept last year. Like, that doesn't matter. So I hate when people say that because it's like, yeah, you're saying we're going to give Joel Embiid the MVP this year, but if they don't make any noise, if Joel Embiid averages 33, 12, and 9 again, he's going to be in MVP conversations, regardless of whether or not they make the finals. So, like, that whole narrative is just overblown. Um, But, yeah, so I was shocked that I, – I, I shouldn't be shocked because y'all love you some Giannis, but those are MVP picks – Uh. We could just go on and get to a quick one here. Rookie of the year. I know this is unanimous. <laughs> Unless y'all got Mixy and picked old boy from the Thunder. I think Paolo Bancaro is, is the, yeah. the rookie of the year. I think he's yeah, easily he's, been the best rookie. He might win unanimously. So He might. I know a lot of people like Jalen Williams. He's Yeah, but he, you can't compare the rookie seasons. It's not no. close. The workload is nowhere near. Like, yeah, no. Paolo's been the guy on that team from day one. Yeah. Average 20 points per game. Uh, Jalen Williams has been good with and without Shea for his like in his defense, but I just think it's two different levels. Uh, Palo's yeah. a future superstar, I feel like. Um, and so yeah, he wins our all of our rookie yeah. of the years. Well, he had re- one really bad month, um, yeah, he had sweet. one, and, and the magic I feel like outperformed a lot of expectations. Mm-hmm. I, th- I thought they were a French playoff team this year, so they were in the second, they beat the Celtics three times. So, I mean, <laughs> I mean, like going into the season, I had them as a yeah, French yeah. oh, playoff team, oh. so yeah. 
Also, I'm just a huge Markel Fultz guy. So shout out to him. He definitely had a little career resurgence. He's gonna get paid. Um, oh, for sure. He's already on contract, though, right? For yeah, a, a little at least yeah. a little bit more. Okay. I think he's got. I think he's got another two years left. But he's gonna get paid as soon as well, he gets done. That was a great move on their part. Like yeah. seriously, yeah, yeah. that us. Um, get Cole Anthony one. up out, not and oh, yeah. and who else? Suggs, get him up out. Do you like Franz? <laughs> Do you like Franz? I love Franz, dude. Okay. Anytime you can get two wings who can score and facilitate, like Franz and and Paulo or Paulo Paulo, um, Bancaro, you know, yeah, <laughs> Push a P. Anytime yeah, you exactly. get one of, the, anytime you can get two wings of that caliber who are that size, it's so much easier to build a team because you have finishing. Yeah, it's like it's just so much easier to build a team. And so, would like, you take Franz or Josh Giddy? Um. Probably Franz and the. You, said, you hate Josh Giddy. <laughs> I'm not a big Giddy guy. He's grown on me this year. I think he's been better than I thought he would be. The efficiency is not as bad as it was. Um, I love the way he simplifies the game. I'm actually like falling in love with the fact that nothing about him is fancy. Everything he does is just like I tweeted. Straight. He has no bag, but he no, made him buckets. It was hilarious. He tweeted he had no bag, and then he had like 33, he 10, had and 33, nine. So, yeah. So like, like there's just things you have to appreciate about Giddy. Um, that and Franz, I don't think is near the playmaker. Uh, but I, I feel like Franz probably has a higher ceiling to me. So I would probably side with Franz if I had to pick one for the Lakers to have at this point. Oh so. shit! Okay. <laughs> Um, we can go ahead and knock out another a unanimous one, coach of the year. Uh, uh, Mike Brown, Mike Brown, Mike Brown. And when, yeah. when you end a 16 year playoff draft, longest in professional sports, like you got coach of the year. I didn't care <laughs> if he was gonna play it. I was yeah, gonna say, you got coach of the year. It's Mike Brown. Uh, did y'all do a clutch player of the year? Or no? I did. I feel like that's another unanimous one. Yeah, it's, it's unanimous. Boom, De'Aaron Fox. Uh, I feel like he's had this locked for months since the second month of the season since it got announced he's had yeah and like well deserving he has 23 more clutch field goals than anyone else in the league 61.4 true shooting percentage second high usage rate in that time he's just been their guy their go-to guy in the clutch uh and they're the three seed so it's been working for them so darren fox about to win the inaugural clutch player of the year uh one i'm interested to hear y'all's thoughts on most improved Okay, so here was my thought process. Mm-hmm. Shea has been amazing, but Shea was already amazing. Thank you. Shea, he averaged like 25 last year. Shea so. was already really good. So he took a leap in from star to superstar, which more power to you. Lori took a leap from bust yeah. to all NBA player. So it's got to be Lori Markinen. And if it, it I, to me, that's not a debate. Me like. But, but uh, do you think there's an argument for Shea though? No, because I wrote I I wrote both down. I did I wrote no. both down like when I was drafting this up. You don't think there's an argument from going to from star to superstar, no. especially or even if the leap is as big as it was. Like it, it was no. a big leap. No, it it was a big leap, but I I feel like we I think everyone expected Shea to eventually be. Uh, all NBA kind of guy, maybe not all NBA first team, but like a all NBA caliber player. I think yeah. that's what most people expected from him. Like Khalil, if Shea made an All Star game last year, you wouldn't have been shocked. No, right. yeah, that's. I mean, my he point. averaged twenty five. If, if I told you, if I if I if I told you this off season, Lori Markin's going to be an all on the All NBA team. You everybody would have said you were drunk. Hundred percent. 
And that's why I know you're the most improved. It goes back to how you define most improved. What? Jaw got it last year, right? Yeah. Yeah, which is stupid. Yeah. Which is crazy. That. He was which, the second pick in the draft. <laughs> which doesn't make which doesn't make sense. So like it goes back to your definition of most improved. Like, and if that's your definition, then Shea wouldn't get that. But I think Shea has a better case than Ja had last year. He does. So, yeah, he so, does. Hundred like, percent. So, I mean, it I, just goes back to I'm just playing devil's advocate here. So no, Shea's I think just better than Ja. So yeah, and I think like team team success wise, like. They were the second youngest team in the league. No one expected anything of them. And they're one win away from being the eight seed. So, you know, like that. And they're going to win that game. I actually take the Wolves. I think you want them to win that game. I think the Wolves would. (laughs) I want them to win that game. I want, I'd be cool if they won. I just think the Wolves win. I think either of those teams give the Nuggets a, we'll get into that later. But me too. (laughs) I'm right with you. I don't, hey. Whatever. But yeah, I, I take Laurie Markinen. Uh I think both guys took an obvious leap, you know. Uh, but Laurie Markinen had 28 double doubles across the last four years of his career. He had 28 alone in this season. He went from 14.8 to 25.6 on damn near 50, 40, 90 percentages. He shot 50, 39, 88. Like if you if you had told me last year Laurie Markinen might be a 50, 40, 90 guy, I'd be like, Laurie Markinen. On what so, volume? Six shots a game. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. And then I was doing a little bit of research. The craziest shit I found was he ranks first in points per touch in the entire NBA amongst players that appear in 50 plus games. For the record, Joel Embiid is fourth. For the record, Lonnie Walker is fifth. But <laughs> Laurie Markinen is first in points per touch. So if even that, if you Lloyd Martin is a bucket, a damn near average of 26 per game, should be all NBA. Uh, and so, yeah, I, I feel like there's really not a debate in this one. He's my most improved, but I understand people wanting to give it to Shea, especially after Ja got it last year. I just can't do it. Yeah, I just can't. I, honestly, I haven't even officially made a decision about this. Like, I see the argument for both. Like, I see the argument for Shea taking that big leap like he did. Also, if you go back to just the definition of it and what happened last year with Ja and then Lori what I think the true definition of most improved is it would be, would be Laurie marketing. Like to go from, you know, where he was in the league and where he is now and where he's going. Got you. So I, it would be Laurie marketing for me as well. The one that I struggled with the most is probably DPOY for mm. me. I struggled with DPOY. It was <laughs> between three people really for me. I was not giving it to a guard, even though Drew holidays deserve it. I was not giving it to a guard. Uh, and so it came down to Jaron Jackson, Evan Mobley, and Brooke Lopez. I then eliminated Brooke Lopez because I figured his best asset is rim protection. And Jaron Jackson's a better rim protector than Brooke Lopez. So by default, if you're if Jaron Jackson's better than you at what you're best at, you gotta go. So I came down to Jaron Jackson and Evan Mobley. I ended up going with Jaron Jackson Jr. I think his I just think his ability to disrupt a game is bar none. Uh, I think when you look at his versatility, I think Evan Mobley's a more versatile defender. Like, I think you can bring him out outside of the paint, and I like my chances of Evan Mobley getting a stop more than, like, J- Triple J, but I don't think Triple J's a bad guy. Like, he can get you a stop out there. Whereas, so I don't think the gap in like perimeter defense between those two are is is as large as the gap in rim protection. Like I think Jaron Jackson's a way better rim protector than Evan Mobley is and I don't think Evan Mobley's that much better of a perimeter guy than Jaron Jackson is. So I ended up giving it to Triple J. 
Uh, there's a whole bunch of fucking stats that 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 back it. I'm not. I don't want to sit here and rattle them off, but I'll rattle a few. He could test 40.5% of the shots at the rim. That's 92nd percentile. Blocks 46% of his contests. So damn near half the time he's contesting, he's blocking a shot. That's insane. Um, he saves 20.1. He saves 2.1 points at the rim per 75 possession. So like he's just an absolute rim stopper, like rim protector. Everything you you're not scoring when he's in the in the paint most of the time. So I'm gonna go ahead and get mine to Jaron Jackson, who y'all got though. Cause I was really torn. Um, I want to give shouts to a couple people here because if Marcus Smart won a defensive player of the year, then Drew Holiday has to get one at some point. Um, no offense to Marcus Smart, Drew Holiday is a better defender in every sense of the way, like the, like the in every phrase, word, however you can put it, it's Drew. Yeah. Um, Drew is the best guard defender we've had in this league, maybe in the last 20 years. And I'm not even kidding. Um, uh, from a point guard position, I'm not including Jordans and Kobe's in that. Um, moving on from that shouts to Bam, because regardless of what's going on, I think Bam is still my favorite big defender in the league. Mm -hmm. I think he's the most versatile on switches. I think he can not just hang with guards. I think he can stop guards. Like most bigs were like, Hey, we give them credit because they made it tough on a guard. Bam literally is just switching on to a tougher defender more often than not. You're not seeking out Bam. Uh, and Bam's an elite rim protector. So if I had to pick somebody to anchor my defense, I'm still picking Bam over all of these guys. But for this season alone, the award is Triple J's to lose. Uh, Triple J is amazing. What he does for that team, especially with Steven Adams out um, and being able to hold that down and standing probably 6'9". Like, he's really mm -hmm. not huge. Uh, so it's all about timing and just meeting people at their pinnacle all the time or meeting people early before they're comfortable. And I just think Triple J does that as good or better than anybody in the league. And Brooke has been awesome, but he's got the best weak side help in NBA history, probably. Like, with you I mean, he's got two all NBA yeah. first team defenders. Yeah, so, so, yeah. Third, third best on his team. Yeah. yeah. So we've got Drew, and then Giannis is on the weak side. If you just happen to get past Brooke, you got to go deal with Giannis. Um, or if you get past Giannis, you got to deal with Brooke. That's so insane. Like, ah, oh, I beat Drew off the dribble. Shit. Here's Giannis. Euro Steph Giannis. There's Brooke. Yeah. So uh I, I it's gotta be triple J's and you rattled off the numbers. He's been insanely valuable to that team, irreplaceable. My only issue is he can't stay in games. Um, he fouls out Ladies often, and six. or he's in foul <laughs> trouble often. Uh I do think that'll play a part in the Lakers series because Anthony Davis draws fouls at a pretty good rate. And it's tough to deal oh, with. Just you wait. <laughs> so uh, I got some shit. I'm telling uh, you. Okay. Cannot wait. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so yeah, it's it's triple J for me. Who you got, Kalo? Where? When? When did the talk for Mobley come up? When did that first happen? It, it I think people started recent. looking. I think people started. Well, that 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 uh that spreadsheet got leaked with like all the the people that are voting all their okay. votes, and he got out to like an early start. So I think people then started to look into like analytics and there's a lot of analytical stats, analytical stats that like back Evan Mobley and how versatile of a defender he is. Um, and this is not to say that he won't win one. Like, I think he's a, a, a top five. Yeah, I think he'll win more than one. But just right now, I think what Jaron Jackson is doing is like historical shit. Like, yeah. Like Brooke Lopez led the league in blocks and Jaron Jackson had four less than him in 15 less games. 
<laughs> That's crazy. So also, you do, do you think there's more traction because uh, he's on the Grizzlies? I feel like that has something to do with it sometimes mm. when it comes to Grizzlies players not getting exactly as much respect as they should. Uh, but I do have Triple J. Um, I'd love to not do that sometimes just because I do have that bias against, bias, bias mm. against uh, the Grizzlies sometimes. But I don't know. He What he is doing is this. historical. The stats are, you know, remarkable. I love Evan Moby. I'm a huge fan. It just isn't the right time. And I just feel like the traction he's gaining uh, has been uh, – it just felt really recent and maybe a little bit of reaching just because mm. of – Jaron Jackson, uh, the minutes thing has been huge for a lot of people and also just being on the Grizzlies. And I, I don't think the minutes thing is as big as it was last season either. So, you do. I mean, it's also not unprecedented for people to play that amount. Like Kawhi won it back in whenever, 2015, 2016. Right, yeah, yeah. He didn't play that many games. Rudy Gobert in 2017, 2018 played like 60 games. Like it, it's not the first it's, time that anyone's ever doing this. It's not, yeah, it's not abnormal. Like they've all been doing the same thing. And then just the rotation is just a little bit different. And, I just think there is legitimacy to like he deserves this and the minutes is not like a huge argument like it would have been last season, I think. Exactly. And so, boom, we've been unanimous outside of Giannis, I think. And so last but not least, six man of the year. I would love to know who y'all have. I think it's a two man race. Uh, And so who did y'all land with? I really struggled to get my Kentucky bias out of the way here. Uh, I love me some quickly and I loved him at Kentucky. I think he's been an effective player from the second he came to the NBA defensively. He's much better than he's given credit for. Actually. He's a Uh, really good defender. Yeah. And like considering frame size doesn't even make sense that he defends the way he does at this level. Um, but at the end of the day, what Brogdon has meant to the Celtics, um, is absolutely unreal. I think you can make the argument that Brogdon's been the third best player for the Celtics this year. Uh, if not fourth, I don't even think it's an argument. I think he, yeah, Derek, Derek, Derek White's been really good this year. Another great um, defender, be, be too. top three, top four. You can, yeah, you can interchange Derek White. Yeah. Um, and I don't know that, I don't know. You say Brunson Randall, then what quickly? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cause RJ is a little bit weird. That's what I'm saying. So, like, <laughs> it's just, um, but, but to me, it's, it just, you give the nod to Brogdon, um, how efficient he is and has always been and what he's meant to them off the bench and the position they needed. I mean, like a guy like Marcus Smart and Derek White aren't exactly your ideal point guard. And mm-hmm. uh, Brogdon can play that role for them. He can play with the starters. He can head up your bench unit. And quickly's more of a – I know their numbers are similar, but quickly's more of a legit scorer than he is mm-hmm. more of a playmaker. He's just got the ball in his hands enough to get the output. Um, so, yeah, I would, I would go Brogdon. I think there's a real narrative to uh, quickly – yeah. Uh, and what he's like, what he's been for the Knicks. I don't think it's been all season per se. I think it started at a certain point. I think it's really gained some traction. I think there's real uh, validity to that. But I will have to go to Brogdon. I think it's been all season. I think he's been huge for uh, the Celtics. Anytime I've watched the Celtics, like he is, you know, one of the best players on the floor. He's very consistent for them, very reliable. And he's filled in spots where they needed those spots. We talk about Marcus Smart, even just with his injuries and just being in and out of the lineup. Like I think he's been huge for him. Uh, he's been huge for that team, and they've had a lot of a lot of weaknesses themselves as a team that have showed this season, uh, especially with like the coaching and that being so new. But I do think there's some validity to the IQ. I love IQ as well. I think he's been huge for the Knicks. He's filled in great spots too. I just think it happened a little too late to have much of a an argument against Brogdon. 
Yeah, for me, I, I really wanted to pick Emmanuel quickly too, but I ended up going Malcolm Brogdon. Uh, Celtics are in a different stratosphere of team than the Knicks. And I just, I feel like he's really important to what they do. And I think they're in partly why, like part of the reason why they're in that different stratosphere is because of what he provides for them. Also stats wise, he's been really good. He shot 44% from three, which is pretty nuts. Big, big bounce back from last year. We shot 31.2. So he definitely got in the lab, definitely got in the gym and uh, yeah. For me, is Malcolm Brogdon. Uh, I think it, I think like quickly is deserving of it. Though. Like I wouldn't be shocked if he won it. Uh, a, a two horse race for me. Brogdon also has come off the bench every game that he's played in. I think quickly started like nineteen games or something. So yeah. I don't I don't know if they'll take debt him for that. But I picked Malcolm Brogdon. And and he's had some huge games, man. Like some really big games for the Knicks. He just had like, so like forty, like yeah, two like two weeks ago. Like he he's done that multiple times. So like it's just you know that that's gonna help out, help him out a lot. Boom. So those are our NBA awards. Uh, I guess we can move on to all NBA teams. Should we start? We'll start at first team. Um, obviously, see, I was looking at people's all NBA teams and they were just doing whatever they wanted. They was like, oh, I'm going to put Luca at forward. I'm gonna that's put, how it'll be next year. So That's how it'll be next yeah. year. But I was actually trying to make it realistic. They was like, oh, I'm going to put Luca at forward. I saw someone's like someone on Yahoo had Jokic and Embiid both as with Embiid at forward. I'm like, all right, what are we doing? Like, it's, that's not happening. Luca so, ain't no forward, man. He's not a forward. That's what I'm saying. He's and Embiid sure technically hell eligible forward. at guard and forward, but like. AD is eligible at forward and center. AD's played 99% of his minutes at center. I'm not putting him at forward. So it's like, but um, but yeah, my my first team is Shea, Donovan Mitchell, Giannis, Tatum, and Bede. Uh for me, it was it, I, I wavered back and forth. I've been thinking about this for a while. And so I ended up landing on this. Shea, youngest guard to average 30 on 50% field goal since Jordan. That's crazy. Uh, they only went 40 and 42. I feel like Shea is the one that I feel like I have to justify. They Yes, the, the Thunder only went 40 and 42. Like I said, when we was talking about his most improved thing, he carried the second youngest roster in basketball to one game away from the, the playoffs when half of the people projected him as a bottom three seed in the West. Uh, Dame and Luca, who I'm pretty sure a lot of people have on their all NBA teams, they average more points to him. Both their teams didn't make the playoffs, and both their teams had way higher expectations coming into the season. So I'm gonna go ahead and give maybe not the Blazers, but the Mavs, <laughs> okay, okay, the Mavs for okay. sure. I'm do just you, making sure do you remember Blazers. we were talking our projected standings and the map people had the Mavs as like a four seed, three seed. I like, did. What, what do we? Oh, I thought I, that's one thing I hang my hat on. I knew they was trash. Same. And, and, and so, yeah, I, I I have Shea in my All NBA first team, thirty one five and five on fifty thirty four ninety. Played sixty eight games. I did take games into account. No one on here on any of my teams played less than fifty five, um, and everyone on my All NBA first played at least sixty. So that that's where I went with that. And uh, yeah, that's my only. Oh NBA wait, first no, team. I had the Mavs at seven. Oh, see, there you go. I was like, I in my head, I was like, I know you, you was not. I know, didn't Riv have them high? And I remember it being Probably. like, yeah, you're bugging. But <laughs> all right, so so who your All NBA first team, Just? Um, so All NBA has historically been a statistical award and not so much a record award. I think it's just highlighting the best individual players, which is where you classify All NBA and MVP. Mm-hmm. Um, so my first team is Shea. Uh, before 
before Dame decided to just sit out the season, it was Dame. Uh, but he sat out, so he, he slid for me. Uh, Shay, I just Luca's numbers are absolutely insane. They are, uh, regardless of record. I'm I can't be mad at Luca. Like he, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, he did his job. Um, he just can't guard anybody. Uh, but outside of that, I think it's everybody's is Tatum, Giannis, and Bead. Um, if you go Jokic, I can't be mad at you either. Um, but yeah, Shea, Luca, Luca gets a nod over Don for me. Um, actually, Don almost slid on 13 for a second, but uh, mm. I had to rethink it. So yeah, um, yeah, Shea, Luca, Tatum, Giannis, and Bead. And there's no conversation to be had for the Shea, Tatum, Giannis, and Bead. So. Agreed. Khalil, who you got? It's my first team as well. Shea, Luca, Tatum, Giannis, and B. Beautiful. That's uh, my boy right there. We've been, my, we've been I'm, clearly the, I'm clearly <laughs> the odd man out here. For me, my second team is Steph Curry, Luca, LeBron, <laughs> LeBron James, Steph Curry, Luca, LeBron, Julius Randle, Nikola Jokic. I know a lot of people took Julius Randle out because he did miss, I think, like the last two weeks of the season. But for me, he played damn near – he played 77 games. He would have ended up playing 82 games. Like, that. that's way more – considering, like, everyone else on this list, that's way more than most of the people on here. Uh, Steph averaged 29, 6, and 6 on 49, 43, 91. He only played 56 games. But, I mean, he, it's one of his better – like, this is a great season for him at, what, 32, 33, 34 years old. I don't know how old he is, but – a beautiful season out of Steph. Uh, and the Warriors made a late season little push. And I couldn't, le- I, I barely took Luke off my first. So they, he was slotted in here regardless. I feel like this is about as low as you can have him. I don't blame anyone that has him on one. I ended up putting him to two. 32, eight and eight is crazy. Can't guard a soul, but 32, eight and eight is nuts. LeBron, 29, eight and seven on 50, 32, 77. He ended up playing 55 games. Broke this all-time scoring record. Come on, Lakers seven seed. What are you doing, man? He the second averaging thirty at thirty-eight years old is crazy. So you're going into my second team. You're giving him lifetime achievement awards. You going into my second team, <laughs> averaging thirty in year twenty. Uh, Julius Randle twenty-five, ten and four. And I feel if Jokic wasn't on first, he got to be on second. So that that's my little explanations. Who y'all got? Uh, my second team is Donovan Mitchell. Obviously, him and Lucas swapped. Um, so I got Don, Don at the guard, and then I have Dame. Um, I think about Dame. Uh, Dame was voted as a top 75 player of all time, and this was his best season of all time. So yeah. if I can't find a spot for you in the first two teams, I'm insane. And it's not his fault that ship sank. Um, they started out hot. That roster is not – Nurkic is just not even like a – dang near not playable anymore. He's terrible every time I watch them play. Um, and then you get into guys like Jeremy Grant who fit for a while, but they're just young and it's not a spot for them to succeed. And then I went Jalen Brown uh, with Julius Randle and Jokic. Uh, I can't justify LeBron being team. <laughs> I just can't. I can't do it. <laughs> so uh, J- JB has been astronomically better than he was last year. Yeah. And he was great last year. And they're a much better team than the Lakers. So. Yeah, I mean, uh-huh. we'll see. Um, all right, Khalil, talk. To- <laughs> <laughs> We're both uh, Laker fans. Let's keep this in mind. <laughs> yeah, I'm just way more. I I used to be way more cynical about it, but you know, give me a little bit of success and I'll take. I'll roll with it. So, um, Khalil, who you got? Second team. I, I got Steph. <laughs> I got Mitchell. I got Brown, Randall, Jokic for my second Wait, team. Say it again. 
Okay. Go, go, okay. I got Same Steph, as you, but he got Dame. Mitchell, Brown, Randall, Jokic. Okay. Boom. Uh, so far, we've all had the same players, just different version, like different pairings for them. Uh, all NBA third team for me. <laughs> I was struggling to put this man on here, and it's not that he's deser- not deserving. I just felt like there had to be someone better, but there wasn't. The only other person I could have put was Ja, but he actually had a, a worse season than he did last year. A little bit of a down year for him. I ended up going De'Aaron Fox, Damian Lillard. Laurie Markkinen, Jalen Brown, DeMontis Sabonis. I would have loved to put Anthony Davis on here. I swear if he would have played, he picked the wrong year to switch to to center, but I just couldn't justify it. Uh, It truly took everything in my power. You had been Uh, trying to justify it. You and me talking about it. I thought you were going to do it. I have been trying to justify it. But when I like, DeMontis Sabonis played 23 more games than him, almost a thousand more minutes than him, shot better from the field and from deep, although he only shot two threes per game. He had 0.2 less rebounds and AD didn't qualify. So he ended up leading the league in rebounds and he averaged way more assists, obviously. Obviously, AD's better on the defensive end, but it's not like DeMontis Sabonis is some slouch when it comes to counting stats. 19, 12, and seven, three seed. I just couldn't. I feel like I already kind of let my Lakers bias in with LeBron on the second team. So to snub Domas, I just felt like he's got to be on there. I think Anthony Davis is a better player, obviously, but just body of work in this season. I feel like you can't snub DeMontis Sabonis, so that's my third team. Good job. Uh, yeah, so I have Fox. Uh, when we were originally doing the All-NBA episode, which was three weeks ago maybe, I had Fox second team. Um, what he has meant to Sacramento and what Sabonis has meant is absolutely insane because it is those two and then just a field roster of guys who have not really had Malik success. Malik and Harrison Barnes yeah. and Kevin Huerter. <laughs> yeah, so um, – and. Quarters haven't had a career year. Monk has been amazing. Keegan Murray, most yeah. threes by rookie. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so Fox, Fox had to get a nod for me. Uh, he's the engine that makes that team go. Him and Sabonis. Um, I don't. As a one-two, I don't know it like a more like clear like this is what makes it happen all the time. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it starts there and ends there every possession. Um, there's not really like a third option that they can just go to. Monk is probably the closest thing they have to it. Um, then I went Steph. If he had played more games, he would have got a second team nod for me. Uh, he still ended up playing over 50, what, 55, 56 he played games? 56. Like yeah, 56 games. Um, I had a real debate here between uh LeBron and Jimmy Butler. Um, mm-hmm. uh, but the Lakers got a higher seed. Uh, um, <laughs> so I I ended up going LeBron. Uh, Loria had to get in for me. Uh, I consider Jimmy over him as well. Jimmy was really good this year, man. I mean, efficiently, he was like 50, 36, 80 or something like that. So, I mean, like, that's a really good efficiency year. Especially when you consider what's been going on. Over yeah. Like, they it's stink. been a tough yeah, year. They yeah. Um, so, and Jimmy's done what he could to hold it together. I think 24 a game is pretty high for him. Like, it's not mm-hmm. something he he typically is doing. Um, like he's been what 22 the last couple of years. So to make that jump to 24, 25 a game. Uh so but I ended up siding with Lori, the 50, 38, whatever, 88, uh, yeah. and that jump. Uh he had the agenda for me to push. And then Sabonis, I think, is if there was like a unanimous for a third team, Sabonis will unanimously <laughs> will unanimously win third team yeah. all NBA center. So it just sucks to me that AD wasn't an all-star and he's not all NBA and he's probably not going to be all defense. It's just tough because yeah. he had a damn good year. Like he yeah, had, he did. 
he had so much of a better year than he did last year. Like he really had a bounce back season. Because you know why? Because he doesn't settle for threes. Oh, and and he doesn't settle. So, like I told y'all in the text messages, clean the cleaning the glass is crazy. I just been on there just looking shit up for the whole day, like the whole day basically. I just bought it for shit to gigs, and like it, it shows you like their percentages, like the amount of sh- their frequency on each spot in the court, like so how much how many shots they're taking at each spot, and so like AD's long midi percentage is way down from last year, and his amount of attempts at the rim is way up. And what have we been saying the whole time? Stop settling for long mid-range jump shots and get to the basket. And that's what he started doing this year. Again. He's, the, he's the best at the rim big in the NBA to me. Offensive like rebounds, just all yeah, like that. The, re- the rebounds have been crazy. Yeah, the skill set, the right and left, he still has he still has the handle, like the quickness. Uh, I think him slimming back down a little bit because he's not near as big as he was no. last year um, was good for him. And Brady the hair. So, yeah. Braden, Braden the Bro, hair. when he plays on his hair, Brady, he is trash. That's real. I swear it's a real thing. I'm so glad he's not shooting threes at a high clip anymore. Um, there, It came to a point when AD first got here and he shot threes, I was like, yeah, that's, that might go in. It came to a point when he shot threes, I was shocked if he made it. Um, so I'm, I'm glad he's decided to quit settling so much this year and realize what his talent is and how dominant he is whenever he has the ball on the block. Um, so yeah, uh, but I, I still can't give him the nod. He didn't play enough games. <laughs> no, so. no, not at all. Um, Cole, did you give us yours, bro? Uh, yeah, I got Dame, I got Fox, I got Braun, Lori, Sabonis for my third team. So I think we ended up all having the, the same, group of, the same group of players. Just did, did, did either of you all consider Jimmy at all, or y'all didn't really look that way? I thought about it. I just couldn't like if he was going to take anyone's spot for me, it would have been Laurie or Jalen Brown. And I I was Laurie was getting on here regardless. So it was either Jimmy or Jalen Brown and the heat suck. And Jalen Brown's averaging 27, seven and four. So I ended up giving it to Jalen yeah. Brown, but Jimmy when, was in consideration. When these uh, come out, I almost guarantee you Laurie doesn't make it. Jimmy, but well, because hey. like the national media loves him. So Jimmy, Jim, Butler. Jimmy's going to make so, it. Yeah. 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 Jimmy's going to make it. And I think he deserves it. Like, it's, he's had a great year. I just, yeah. I feel like I've heard someone say, you know, Lori's going to get, he got the all-star. He's probably going to get most improved maybe. And then, you know, probably fall off of the all-NBA team. I think that had something to do with wins too. So, like, uh, something to do with players getting too much and then trying to get. I wouldn't be shocked if Julius Randle didn't make it. I'll, I'll be shocked if Randle doesn't make it. I a, Nick, a Nick needs to make That's it. I know. I think LeBron's a lock. Whether second, third, he whatever. Yeah, he'll I think it. he's definitely going to make it. Um, so, yeah, those are all NBA teams. Uh, and so that brings us to our NBA playoff predictions. Guys, <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be fun. Can we just start uh, in the East, bro? I'm not even ready to hear your Laker rant yet. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> I was going to start in the East anyway. Okay. You thank know? you, God. Um. I feel like first we should just decide who who do we have at the eight seat. For me, I have the Bulls. I think the Bulls beat the Heat, so they they end up being my eight seed. I got. The I heat. think I think they've been playing really good as of recently. Like since the All Star break, they have like the best defense in the league. All of a sudden, Pat Bev went over there and started playing defense. <laughs> so, uh, I, obviously, Alex Russo is all defense. He's an all defensive caliber player. He'll um, make first then, team. Yeah, and then you got DeRozan and Levine. So I think the Bulls end up winning. Uh, DeMar DeRozan's daughter will not be at the game. That was nuts, by the way. That was, that was so that insane. That was insane. Was awesome. I was like, what the fuck? Um, but so, yeah, I, I got the Bulls as my AC. Regardless, 
they're not making it out the first. So, but hello, who do you have as your AC? Uh, yeah, I got the Bulls uh, beating the Heat as well. I, I haven't been a big fan of the Heat all season anyways, even coming into the season. Uh, and I just think it's, you know, about that time. I think some people have been talking about them maybe blowing it up at some point. Who knows? I don't know what's going to happen. Or, and there's always talk for coming from, like, heat, heat sources about them getting, like, some big player in the market yeah, or happens. something. And it just never happens. Uh, but I, I don't – I'm just not big on the Heat. And the Bulls have been great. Zach Levine has been awesome. Uh, I traded him to you in a fantasy, and I miss him all the time. Uh, but, I, yeah, I love Levine. I love what the Bulls are doing, and I don't think they're going to lose to the Heat. So. Uh, Levine, Levine had, like, a one-year stretch where he was, like, debatably the best shooting guard in basketball. So, uh, for to see him playing at this level again and healthy, I think, is what matters for him and being comfortable. I think his health has been an issue the last couple of years. So, for him to, to feel good again is nice. I'm still taking Miami. Uh, um, they've been there. <laughs> I just, I just remembered something, but oh go ahead. god, what? No, it was I, I was thinking about the Lakers series while you were talking, and I I was under the impression that you had also taken the Lakers, but I remembered that you took the Grizzlies. Yeah, so that made me chuckle. Anyways, so anyways, <laughs> uh, so anyways, Miami. Um, I'm taking Miami. They've got uh, a little bit more experience. Uh, that team's been there, and Jimmy has a knack for kind of willing something out of a out of a roster. Uh, the one thing that bothers me is that as soon as like the month of April hits, Bam turns into an absolute idiot on offense. <laughs> has like like that no brothers, Kendrick Perkins. It's crazy because he took strides offensively this year. Like he was just better. And then it turned April. And then he wasn't. <laughs> and then he just he just not. Yeah. And it doesn't make sense. He loses all sense of aggression. Like it's he just might not be built for that moment, dude. Like he really might not be. So I mean, he's basically Lakers Dwight Howard. No, I'm just playing. That's, Ooh, that's crazy. I'm not that's lie. disrespectful. That's disrespectful. Uh, but the uh, first stint Lakers Dwight Howard. But, uh, so I, I just think Miami's got the experience. I would probably side with that, even though I think Chicago has been the better team basically for the last two months. I would probably want to watch Miami versus Milwaukee, but I just, I just don't. I want to watch Bam guard Giannis so bad. I, that's pretty much it. And they might give up a better fight. And we, we saw what the Bulls look like against uh, the Bucks last season. Milwaukee's going to the third. It was rough, and it's going to be rough again, even with how they're playing right now. So but I still think the Bulls are going to pull it out. Uh, so do we have – do you, we want to just start Bucks, whoever you guys have AC? Yeah. yeah. All right, cool. So for me, Bucks, Bulls, I have uh, Bucks in five. I think the Bulls, I think sometimes the Bucks get a little bit lackadaisical. I think they're the best team in the league, but I think sometimes they kind of just rely on being the best team in the league and kind of lull themselves into losses. And I can see the Bulls taking one off of them. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if it was a sweep by any means, but I, I, I say Bucks at five. Uh, if it's the Bulls, it's a sweep. If it's Miami, it's in five. Okay. I got Bucks in five. Beautiful. Regardless. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, yeah. Just, that's rough. Um, maybe maybe six with Miami, but Bucks and five against the Bulls for sure. I'm int- I think this might be the most. It's the best fun. series of the first round. Yeah, yeah. I think this might be the most fun series of the first round. Cavs Knicks four five. Uh, I think the Knicks won the season series three one. Um, and so for me, I have Cavs and six. Partly because I've been saying it to my friend Daniel, big Knicks fan. I've been saying it for months. 
Uh, and so I just got to stand on it now. Cavs in six. I think the Cavs have a lot of guys, like four legitimate guys, uh, two on defense, three on offense. And uh, I don't know, playoff Julius Randle can get nasty. We've seen it before. Yeah. It yeah. can it can get nasty. And so I don't know if I'm – I trust Donovan Mitchell in the playoff series more than I trust Julius Randle, I'd say. Uh, Evan Mobley is also him on the defensive end. Even though Julius Randle has given him buckets this season, he has. I will say in their regular season matchups, Julius Randle has given Evan Mobley hell. Um, but in a playoff series, you know, you scheme for that. They've known this series is happening for like three, four weeks now. <laughs> so they've had plenty of time to scheme up how to stop Julius Randle. Uh, Jalen Brunson, I, I would be crazy not to mention him. He's been, for large stretches of the season, the Knicks' best player. Um, and so, yeah. I think that it's going to be an absolute battle. I wouldn't be surprised if it went seven. I'm not saying the Knicks have no chance. I, again, wouldn't be shocked if they won. But I'm I'm not going to pick against Donovan Mitchell, Darius Garland, Evan Mobley, Jared Allen. I just can't do it. I think they have too much firepower at the end of the day. So I'm taking Cavs and six. Cavs and six. I got Cavs and seven. Um I just, I just think the Knicks can put up a good fight. They're a physical team. I think Brunson is very, very good. I think uh, he probably is the better of Garland at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Don has proven to be a phenomenal playoff basketball player. And I'm always, or at least more often than not, going to side with the guy who has proven that he can uh, exp- explode whenever he wants, especially in the playoffs, and carry that load. Uh, so, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll go with the Cavs. Yeah, I'm going Chasm 7. It's mostly because of Mitchell. Um, I think Riff had an interesting point about there being pressure on Garland, which is an interesting perspective to have. Uh, and I'm interested to see how he's going to look against the, the against the Knicks. But I think the Knicks are great. I would love to see them in the second round. I just don't think they're going to pull it out against the Cavs. I think the Cavs are a great matchup for them. And again, going back to Mitchell, you know, he's he's proven. He is so proven, especially when it gets to the playoffs. And I think that's going to carry, carry him over to the edge. Yeah. Um... So cool. We all have the same second round uh, series so far, but we'll just get to the first 76ers Nets uh, 3-6. I am taking the Sixers in five. Uh, I think these two teams played with this current iteration of the Nets one time, and it was the first game after the deadline. The 76ers won. It was that game where Spencer did what he hit like that half court three, but it just barely was off. Um, and so the 76, the, 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 the Nets pushed them and that was before they got any type of cohesion. Um, but I just feel like Joel Embiid is, he's a force. Nick Claxton plays great defense, but Joel Embiid's a force playoff okay. Harden. Say what you want to say. He has not been as bad as everyone likes to, 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 to sit it, like to Never shit on him for, he has not been as bad as people like to say. And now he's one not game. even the number one, one option. game really exactly put that on him. and now he's not even the, the, the number one option uh Tyrese Maxey whatever he wants to do in the series um I'm gonna end up taking the Sixers and five I think the Nets have a lot of nice pieces a lot of wings they got like Mikhail Bridges has been really really good for since yeah. he, he was being good all season but he's taken another leap on the offensive end specifically since he came to the Nets because he's been tasked to do more and he's stepped up to the challenge um I say that Dog- the, the, what happened 
Imagine if the Nets had Kevin Durant. That'd be insane. Insane. But um, yeah, I think they have a lot of, uh, they have Cam Johnson, Mikael Bridges, Spencer Dinwiddie does his thing. DFS does his thing. Seth Curry off the bench. Edmund um, Sumner, dude, say the name. <laughs> Edmund Sumner, Cam Thomas, dropping 40. Um, And so, so yeah, I, I'm taking Nick Claxton, obviously. I'm, I'm going to take the 76ers and five, but I wouldn't be shocked if it went six. I, I think the, the Nets are not to be messed with. I think they're a deep, like they can con- compete. Yeah, um, Nets are 11 and 14 since the break, yep. um, but I still think they take two off of Philly. And I, mostly just because of like the amount of versatile wings they have and the defense ability, I think they can make it harder on James and just about anybody else. In this series, Maxi is a little undersized for what they roll out usually. Um, Got Tobias Harris. He's been playing good this season. I don't care nothing about no <laughs> Tobias Harris, dude. He is ass. I <sighs> hate Tobias Harris. I hate watching him play basketball. Um, so yeah, no, I'm not going to talk about Tobias Harris. Uh, so yeah, I, I think that uh, size kind of favors them just a little bit uh, to the point that they can get two wins. So I, I got Philly in six. I think three and D wings are really hard to come across. Probably the hardest thing to come across in the league, and they got three of them. So just a surplus of yeah, three so, D wings. So, so who you got, Kula? <laughs> no way. <laughs> he's not gonna say that. No, Trust me, he's not. No, I know sure. no way. What do you mean? You're not gonna pick the who Nets. you got? Seventy six of Nets. What's your? Why am I? Why am I not gonna pick the Nets? Because you're a logical human being. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm not listening to that bullshit. Talk about the Nets. <laughs> promise you i really want to pick the nets <laughs> my ass I, no i re- i said i really want to pick the nets. well you're gonna walk out nah, pick them nah pick them bro i was about to say pick you're em. gonna walk out pick them pick them pick them you're gonna treat like the never mind aaron Rodgers conversation about being generational anyways um pick em. i'll clip it nets nets and seven no way you're not dead ass though Net, nets and seven you're dead ass that's your nets- real prediction Nets in seven. Oh, you gotta if, tell me if why. In, you if Embiid if in in loses this series, brother, he'll he's never chill. sniff MVP again. Yeah, never. never again. Never. Uh, I do have my hesitations with that, of course. Like uh, I know, like I know, it's the Nets. Uh, the record does say a lot about them. Uh, of course, it's a new team. You still have Jack Bond being a new coach as well uh, in its first season officially, though. But still, I, I do like this team a lot. I think they have a lot of versatility, especially on the defensive end. Um, and I, I love what Abid's done this season. He's been amazing, and he's been very dominant, and he has what it takes to dominate a team like this. Uh, of course, he talked about Claxton being who he has on the defensive side and had a lot of defensive player of the year traction earlier in the season, and that was real. Uh, and then uh, he's going to be – Embiid's going to be a handful for him, of course. Uh, but I just think that the Nets can pull this out. I don't trust the Sixers a whole bunch <laughs> yet. Ass, I, I don't trust. I don't trust the Sixers a whole two bunch, uh, a whole bunch yet. Uh, I'm gonna go with the Nets in seven to pull it out. Uh, I do have my um, my hesitations with the offensive end a little bit as well for the Nets and the defensive end oh, this guarding is going NB, on But sure. I have the Nets pulling it out in seven. Okay. Hey, well, oh, when I say the Lakers win now, I don't want to hear nothing because you talking about Nets over Sixers. Okay, so we got uh, Celtics, Boston. I wanted to pick a sweep so bad, and I ended up landing on this one. I'm uh, going Celtics and foe. Uh, they don't got nothing for Jason Tatum. I don't think they got. I don't think they really got much for Jalen Brown, to be honest. Um, DeAndre Hunter, DeJounte Murray, they're going to do their thing. Uh, the, the the Hawks have been much better with Quinn Snyder as their head coach, so I give them that. 
but I, I, I'm not going to sit here and say that I think there's going to be a massive discrepancy in talent throughout the thing, like throughout the series. But I said earlier, I think the Celtics are in a different stratosphere than a lot of the teams in the East. And so I feel like they proved that. I feel like they also know that they're going to get that Sixers matchup next series and they're going to want to have a little bit of time to rest before they go up in there. So they're going to want to get the Hawks up out of here. Uh, so I'm going to say Boston in four. I got Boston in five. I think Trey, I think Trey gets you a game. <laughs> I got Boston. I thought, in I five. thought KD got people a game, but <laughs> yeah, I, I, I've always stuck to Trey getting me a game. So. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I got Boston in five. I think uh, the Celtics have at least a game, one game where they just kind of make some really stupid mistakes. And just yeah, give they're it to another Hawks. team that likes to just, you know, play bad one day. <laughs> yeah, it, it's so weird. Like, they just forget how to dribble. They don't know how to shoot. It's just really weird. And the yeah. coaching situation has been weird, too. But, you know, it's fine. That's so, fact. I think Boston in five. Boom. So, we'll go back to now the semis. We have the same semis, at least. We have Bucks Cavs. Tell me, what are y'all doing with this Bucks Cavs? Uh, Bucks and six. I think I think Cleveland can give them a good game. Uh, I think defensively, there's probably that's probably the best team to deal with Giannis mm-hmm. uh, when you can throw Mobley and, and Allen at him and see what that looks like. The problem is Brooks spreading the floor and then Giannis is absolutely abusing Mobley for yeah. <laughs> just off like pure strength alone for yeah. forty minutes. Um, but at the end of the day, Drew's going to make it tough for Don. Uh, I, I just like what the Bucks do all the time. I think they're great defensively. Uh, I'll say that if if Middleton, because he's been unhealthy still, he's still not really healthy and ready to go. If Middleton's not ready to go, this is going to be a seven game series because Middleton is a, a playoffs games just have a way of being close. And 100%. Middleton, Middleton, Drew is kind of taken over as like the fourth quarter like create offense guy. Um, but I I think that Middleton they'll need him in this series deeply. Yeah. So. What you got, Khalil? I actually have Bucks and six. I think it's a great point about the Middleton thing. I could see it going to seven, but I have Bucks and six if everything's well. It's well. Yep, that makes us three for three. I also have Bucks and six making the Eastern Conference Finals. I've said it before. I'll say it again. I think they're the best team in the league. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I, I, th- I think the Cavs do have the bodies to make it hard on them, specifically Giannis. But, I mean, teams make it hard, hard on Giannis all the time, and he's the best player in the league. So I'm going to Build the wall, that don't work. Yeah, I'm, not, don't yeah, work. I'm not taking this. So Giannis, Bucks make these conference finals. Khalil, I'm going to let you take this one because it's now it's Celtics, Nets. So yeah. please, <laughs> talk to me. What? Who you got? I got Boston and six. <laughs> six? <laughs> I got Boston and six. <laughs> Whoa. So not only did the Nets beat the, the MVP 76ers. In seven but, games. Seven games. But they go and they <laughs> take the Celtics six. <laughs> okay. So, somebody's going to be fiending to be on the Nets after this yeah, run. That's dude. what I'm saying. <laughs> John uh, Vaughn is getting a multi-year extension. If for sure. Is. Good God. Boston, <laughs> Boston against Philly. I got Boston in seven. I got Boston in seven as well. I think this is where the uh, 76ers joyride ends. Um, and like I said, if Embiid averages the same amount next year and they get clapped by the Celtics in the second round, he's going to be an MVP conversation. So it doesn't matter. Um, I think the, the the Celtics are on a war path to get back to another finals. And I don't think the 76ers are going to stand in the way of that, to be completely honest. So I also think they match up decently well with them. So I'm going to go ahead and take the Celtics in seven. Uh, that leaves us with the same Easter Conference finals. 
I think everyone thinks it comes down to this. Uh, the Bucks, the Celtics. I personally have the Bucks in seven. I think it is going to be a fucking banger of a series. I think it's going to go back and forth, back and forth. Bucks do have home court advantage, um, which I don't believe they had last year when these two teams played. So they did that weird shit at the end of the season to try and get the right matchup, ended up losing home court advantage. Uh, but I do think the Celtics have given the Bucks trouble. Like the Celtics have, they just blew them out by 50 a couple of games, like two weeks ago. But I think that in the playoffs, it's a whole different atmosphere. I think Giannis is motivated. Obviously, I think Tatum is motivated. I think both teams have some dogs. Uh, but at the end of the day, in a series like this, when it's this close, best player, best team, Giannis, Bucks, go to the finals for me. Bucks and six. Mm. Um, not, not that Boston's not amazing. I think Boston's probably... I think offensive rating wise have been better. Defensive rating, they've been really good. Uh, Bucks have struggled with their offensive rating a little bit, but by this time, if they made it this far, I would hope to God Chris Middleton is at least somewhat healthy. Um, and then it comes to matchups, I don't think they have anybody to deal with Giannis. I think that we used to do the Horford thing. That's not that's not relevant anymore. Uh, Grant, Grant Williams, remember he was the Giannis stopper for a couple of games. <laughs> Anyways, he was good. He was good. He was. Yeah, yeah, he's fine. Um, So I'll take Giannis. um, I'll take Giannis and the Bucks. I think Drew probably takes the Jalen Brown matchup more often than not, and then you just kind of throw bodies at Tatum. I'd love to see Giannis try to take that challenge in this series, but if they're running Horford and whoever out there, it's going to be kind of tough for him. Is that is that without Middleton even? Oh uh, no no no! If no, this is all assuming. No, that I, no, I'm just playing. I'm just curious. What if you say. if what uh, you... Middleton's not healthy, then I got uh, Celtics in six. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. I got Bucks in six, by the way, as well. Okay, yeah. cool. And if they yeah. didn't have Middleton, if they didn't have Middleton, Bucks in seven. Nice. Ooh. Stick to there it. We go. So we got the Bucks. They were my preseason chip winners. Not anymore, though. Uh, so moving to the Western Conference. Um, I'm... I mean, shit, dude. Moving to the Western Conference. Uh, we might, who y'all got winning the play in? I have the Timberwolves. I think Ant Edwards is going to go on a revenge path because he shit oh, no. the bed versus us. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> so I think Ant Edwards is going to do nasty things to Shea and the Thunder. Um, and so, yeah, I have Timberwolves Nuggets. Who y'all got? Uh, I got the Thunder. Got you. I think uh, I think Rudy, there was a report he still might not play even against the Thunder. Which yeah, I think he was, was questionable. Or he said something about back spasms. Um, I think the Timberwolves respond decently well, and they take they pull it out here and beat the Thunder. Cool. So, Thunder Wolves for me. Uh, I think the Wolves are. If they had Jaden McDaniels, I really think they could give the, 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 the Nuggets problems. I think they're going to give them a little bit of problems regardless. I'm taking Nuggets in six. Um, this is the, the Timberwolves, obviously not the same iteration, but they gave the Grizzlies problems last year. Took the Grizzlies six games to beat them. Um, granted, they were two seed 17 back then, but I'm still, t- I think, I don't think the Nuggets are as nice as everyone thinks. Um, I think I they're think a little they're bit nice in general. I think they're a little bit fraudy. I think they're a little bit fraudy. Um, and so I don't think they get bounced by any means in the first round. That would be nuts, but I do think that the Timberwolves give them. A little bit of issues, but I got Nuggets in six. Um, so I, I did go Thunder. Uh, I'm I'm gonna go Nuggets in seven. 
Oh shit! If Shay um, pushes the Nuggets this is, seven, this, well, this is my thing. Um, one, Lou Dort is a nightmare for Jamal Murray. Torture chamber, you feel me? Yeah, he's a nightmare for Jamal. And t- on top of other big wings that they can just throw out there. Uh, if Chet was playing, I would pick, <laughs> I would, I would pick the Thunder. <laughs> um, so uh, Shea is unreal. His efficiency is unreal. What he does at the rim. And uh, Jokic, you gave us the stat. They're going to have trouble dealing with Shea. It's not like they've got a bunch of stoppers out there in Denver. Um, and and in terms of the Thunder, I think Giddy is an issue. I mean, just their size in general. Uh, Jalen Williams, the other Jalen Williams. It's they just have a a flurry of guys who are NBA talents who would, who are rotational players in NBA. It's kind of like Brooklyn, in a sense, like guys who would play on every NBA team. We're like the tenth man on the roster. I think the depth becomes an issue. I think Shea pushes them seven. I mean, these two Our teams guess. they they played four times this season, and the Nuggets won three of them, but they were all close games. The the and the last time they played was in January, so it's not like the Nuggets were tanking back or like trying yeah. to lose back then. So the the Thunder won by two in January. They took them to OT in November, and then the Nuggets won by twelve, and then the Nuggets won by six. So it's been a close set of games all four times so i would be shocked if they took them six who you got Kaloda? i got nuggets and seven nuggets and seven damn so none of us believe in the nuggets okay <laughs> i see what i see what's happening here all right so nuggets and nuggets and six or seven we then move down to phoenix clippers uh this is a beautiful series i wish we would have got golden state phoenix Real quick. talking uh, Shay this year is 33, seven and five in four games against the That's Nuggets. crazy. Oh, <laughs> That's insane. <laughs> and he has shot 46, 77, 40, and 63% against them. That's what I'm saying. Like, That's what, stupid. What are we doing? They don't got he's, nobody for it. No, he's going to give them problems. And defensively, he's an issue for Jamal as well. So yeah, I think I, and the, X, the X factor in that series for the Nuggets in general, this whole playoff run is Jamal Murray. It's not Jokic. He doesn't get nearly enough credit for his defense. He's the only guard, only guard in the NBA to average a steal in a block. Like that's unreal. Only guard, not even Drew Holiday. Drew Holiday has mad steals. You just don't block shit. You're taking Shea over Ja. You remember these TikToks? Remember this TikTok? I saw Shea over Shea over Ja. That's a great question. I would. Yeah, yeah, I would take Shea over Ja. I would take Shea over Ja. So, so Shea over Book? No. I, would. I wouldn't take I wouldn't take Shea over. Would? Not yet. I would. Wow. I wouldn't. What what Shea does defensively mm, on, on a- top of the efficiency that he scores with. Um, obviously Booker being able to stretch the floor and shoot the way he does is unreal. Um, but I can tell you that Booker has never been a point to carry a team like this Thunder team to the playoffs. So Shea over Don? Uh if I had to pick one, yeah, I would take Shea. So do we count Shea as a two? Yeah, he's a two to me. So he's the best shooting guard. Agreed. To me, yeah. Okay. All right. That's a TikTok. Um, so we have <laughs> Don't we in there. Uh no, I was just saying it was concise, so it's beautiful. Yeah. Uh we got the four Suns versus the five Clippers. Wish we would have got four Suns, five Warriors. I feel like that would have been a sick series. Um, and it would have gave you a little bit more parody because everyone's picking the Warriors over the Kings. At least in this series, people would have been up and down, but I, I personally, I said this on Twitter, 
without Paul George, I think the Suns dog walked the Clippers. I got Suns in five. I know people are like, oh, Kawhi is going to be a robot. Whatever you want to say, I think he gets him one game. Uh, you're counting on Norm Powell and 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 and, and Ibiza Zubats and 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 Eric Gordon to <laughs> to give the Suns and Russell Westbrook and Russell Westbrook. Oh, and we know what Russell Westbrook teams look like in the playoffs, bro. Come on, we know what Russell Westbrook. He had Harden on the other side, and what was we doing? We was playing four v five. They was playing four v five offense. What are we talking about? So I'm gonna go ahead and take the Suns in five. I think Kawhi gets you a game and. Maybe even not that. So I'm going to do. Do we know how long PG's out for sure? I think it's announced that he's supposed gonna to play. miss the series. I thought he's supposed to miss the series. Is he okay? He might maybe then. I had heard that he was gonna, he's gonna give it a go. So, um, yeah, I, I, I thought he's gonna miss the beginning. I think if PG plays, this is a seven game series. Um, uh, he's but, out for the start of it, he's out at the start for the start of it. Yeah, I mean, uh, so what if you lose the first two games? You're supposed to lose those. Series starts when somebody wins one on the road, right? That's true. Do you, so, so you think it goes seven or PG? No, no, no. I mean, if I don't know if if we had a healthy PG, I'm just rhetorical, like not rhetorical, but like a make believe situation. If he was healthy, I think it would be a seven game series. Um, in the shape they're in, I'd probably go Phoenix in six. Mm. Suns in five. Beautiful. Pretty handedly. Uh- yeah, I don't I don't necessarily think it's that close. And maybe that's just my Clippers hate, but um Suns and Six if PG is there probably if PG plays, I say what, Suns and Six. Just what does he look like at that point? Yeah, he we know he's rushed back at this point. So yeah, and when does he come up. back? So it's yeah, Suns and Five. If they he comes back and they up 3 0, it's like okay, what are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> just give it up, brother. So we got Kings Warriors. I think everyone in their mother is picking the Warriors. And I also am, but I don't think it's going to be as easy as everyone's making it sound. Mm. I think it's going to be Warriors in seven. I think the mm. Kings are. I think the Kings are going to push them. I think people are 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 thinking that this is the same Warriors team as we saw last year, and it's just not. Even with Wiggins, they were nineteen and eighteen. It's not like with Wiggins they were world beaters. They were still struggling, and they're horrible on the road. And guess what? They don't have home court advantage. So. I'm granted they won two road games at the end of the season, clutched up. But so when they go, when they win game one on the road, what's the conversation going to be? Like? <laughs> when they win game, I mean, it, I, I, it's the play. I can't explain how nervous is De'Aaron Fox. How, the Kings going to be in general to go play the Warriors. I think they're going to be hype. I think they're going to be turned. Nah, I'd be they scared. Had a, they ain't had a shitless. playoff game in 16 years. That yeah, that'd be, be scared shitless. They're going to light that motherfucking beam, boy. Light the beam. Um, but I'm taking, I'm taking Kings and seven. The Kings do like their offense is not, oh, I'm, I'm chatting. I'm chatting. Uh, I'm taking Warriors and seven. Okay. Okay. I, I think the Kings offense is not fluky. They had the best offense in the league for a wide majority of the season. Um, I just don't think the Kings are going to be able to do anything with Steph Curry. So <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and take the, 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 the Warriors and seven. Uh, I wouldn't be shocked if it was six, but I'm taking Warriors and seven. Warriors, they're gonna win that mug in five. Oh, okay, <laughs> it's probably gonna be really like a close series. I think they'll probably blow them out twice. Oh shit! All right, you talking heavy? Okay, uh, Khalil, who you got? Yeah, I texted you about this earlier, Jay. Uh, there's this dude on Twitter uh, for for the Kings. He's like Kings Media Talk or something like that. He um, he magically had the Kings playing top ten, top five defense just because it's the playoffs. Like it, that that makes no sense to me. 
Like he he was just so confident. And there's the only teams. twelve teams, so I mean like, they got a chance. Like, yeah, they got a chance to, <laughs> relative to the playoffs. Yeah, for for sure. Uh, I I just had the Warriors in five. I just think the experience is there. Um, you know, Steph Curry. Like, what are you gonna do with him? He he talked about you know having a plan and also being able to make adjustments. You know, Mike Mike Brown being there as a coach. Like, I just don't think that's enough. The personnel's not there. Uh, the office is gonna be great. They, it should be a really fun series to watch. I just don't think they can do anything with Steph Curry. And the Kings Warriors. can't do anything with anybody. They have they're the worst. They're the worst. Oh, yeah. Horrible. They playoffs. gave up one forty to the Spurs. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> that's this crazy. Is, Warriors in five. <laughs> so. Uh, now we move to Lakers Grizzlies. Uh, I would love to hear what you guys have to say about this one. What? Who do y'all got in this? Uh, <laughs> I've got the Grizzlies in six. Uh, no, nah, really fine, bro. Really like, tell me why, though, bro. Because just listen, like I, whenever people say that the Lakers can't contend, right? I. The, the reason is like, oh, what have they done? Look at how they played for the entirety of the season. They're a seven seed. I don't think the Lakers are a typical seven seed. Like, you can't judge uh, this team now based on what we did before the deadline. I truly think they are two completely different teams. And uh, uh, the health thing, like, I'm not going to predict injury. So if we go. That's fine. That's fair. That's fair. If you were a betting man, you would bet injury. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> so just say basketball uh, reasons. I don't really hear many people say, "Give me a right, basketball." Listen at reason. me. Can't listen wait. at. Let me talk. Damn. Uh, <laughs> number one, defensively, uh, we're not great. Uh, our 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 and Nas just talked about it at nauseum on Twitter. Our POA defense, our point of attack defense mm-hmm. is shit. It's the most infuriating. So thing. let me tell you what Jaw's gonna do every time he catches it. Run a straight line. Give give one good carry and run a straight line past whoever's there, and it's not going to. We played him earlier. He had like twenty nine and a quarter. <laughs> yeah. So Jaws going to absolutely lose his mind this whole series. Um, on top of them being a better shooting team, uh, Desmond Bain being the best shooter in the series. Uh, Jaron Jackson is probably the best matchup for a guy like AD. Although AD gets the nod there. Um, Triple J's expanded offensively, especially in Jaws' absence. I think he's probably got a little more confidence on that side of the ball. Uh, I love Tyus Jones. I think he's probably the better of the backup guards that are out there. I would take Tyus Jones to Dennis. I would take Tyus Jones to uh, Reeves. And I there's a chance I would take Tyus Jones to D'Angelo Russell um, on a night-to-night basis. And if D'Angelo looks like he did in the last game, we are rocked. We are screwed. So, because D'Lo is our quote-unquote shooter at this point. Um, Blake Beasley went even on the floor for like 20 minutes because he just hasn't found it in L.A., which is typical. That's what happens to people who come to the Lakers. Um, on top of that, LeBron is not the LeBron he was when we won the championship. Uh, defensively, he can have moments. Defensively, he can contribute. The IQ is still there. I still hate the clips that I'm seeing of him losing Tory and Prince. We're playing a zone. Bro, we were talking about that. Like, yeah, but we're but we're playing a zone. He's playing his he's he's playing his area. Uh does that mean he gave maximum effort to close out once he saw it happen? No. Mm-hmm. But he's playing his area. Um he, he did once it got closer, like you know, yeah. Court over. Oh, yeah. We, that's what that's LeBron. Yeah, that's we what LeBron clamped. does. So yeah. um yeah, LeBron, when it when it matters, you hope it's there. Do so I maybe they'll treat like that in the playoffs. 
Yeah, so if LeBron can do that for 48 minutes, then shout out to the Lakers. They've they've lost in seven. Uh, you, know, but, you really? I would not be able to tell you're a fan, bro. You're gonna no, be hyped when we win, though. I can't. No, wait. no. I'm, <laughs> am I am I rooting for the Lakers? 100%? I can't wait to be hyped with you. Bro. Yeah, I can't wait. But at the end of the day, my logical basketball brain, who refuses to be biased towards the Lakers or LeBron or Anthony Davis, somebody's gonna get hurt. <laughs> somebody's. On, we're not gonna be able to shoot uh lebron hadn't been able to shoot all year he has like one game every 16 games where he hits five and then that's it uh at the end of the day i just i just don't see it going well i just don't see it going well uh and i, I think that our, our our defense is so atrocious at point of attack and especially for dealing with guys like ja at the rim guards think about how shea has eaten us up this year uh we're gonna be in trouble so yeah, yeah. i got i got i got grizz and grizz and six i have I have the Lakers in seven. <laughs> and, I, you know, there's a lot of good points that Justice made, and I don't feel good about it all the time. Uh, I think the Lakers play some really dumb basketball at times, too. Uh, LeBron hasn't been we the same him. as consistently uh, as you want him to be. Uh, of course, you know, you think about health sometimes, and you, they're just not a reliable team. You don't always know what you're going to get from them. D'Lo has been, you know, D'Lo that we've seen in the past here recently, unfortunately. Uh, but I do. I, I like this team a lot. I think they made a lot of great changes at the deadline. And I got Lakers in seven, man. Lakers in seven. I got Lakers in six. I'm not going to sit here and say a whole bunch of shit, but I think that we are a pretty decent basketball team. I'm not going to. I thought we could contend before the Timberwolves game. I know a lot of people did, too, and that Timberwolves game scared them off. But like. I'm, if I thought we could contend before that game, I'm not going to let that game change my mind. Like a one game, a one, like a one game series, anything can happen. The, the, the magic beat the Celtics three times, March madness. You see that all the time. Purdue and fairly Dickinson, like shit happens. So I was praying for a miracle <laughs> <laughs> shit, shit happens, you know? And so yeah, but like we got to win four games, not one. We, we do, we do. But I'm saying like, us playing bad that game does not make me feel like we can't play good over the stretch of four game series. Like this is the, we've been playing must win games for two months now. We, you know, and so I'm, and the, the D and you know, you weird, both our favorite players. He's been really good this season, bro. I promise you he has, it hasn't been, it hasn't that game didn't work out well, brother. He came out the, Gates throwing up bricks. He, I mean, like shit him. his pants for sure. Shit ran down his legs all through on the court. It was not he a was good up, game. Yeah, but also last time we saw him in the playoffs. <laughs> I mean, even last time we saw him in the playoffs too, though. So it doesn't give you any. It doesn't give you a lot of confidence. Yeah, I'm not. Listen, I love D'Angelo Russell as much or more than just about anybody. I think this is. <laughs> I think this statistically individually has been his the best season of his career since coming to the Lakers. We're scoring 9.6 more points per possession with him on the court than him off. He's been massive for us. And like I said, like that game was bad for him, but on the, over the course of his time with us, he has a 58.8 effective field goal percentage, which is second to only Steph Curry when it comes to point guards, the top five, I will just say number five is his stint with the Timberwolves this season. So the entirety of the season, he's just been pretty good. He had a bad game and a nationally televised game. It happens. So so D'Angelo Russell in the playoffs averages 15 points, five Mm -hmm. assists, and three rebounds in 11 playoff games. 
Yeah. His, shooting, his shooting splits are 35. Yeah. Let's oh. not forget that first that first one. He was the best player on that team. 35, the, 35. The first one. He was worse than the second one. He was worse than the second one. Best player on the team. But now he's just got to be the third best player. Now you just got to catch it and shoot it. That's he all I'm asking. on the first one. He averaged 12 with the second That's all, all I'm asking you to do is catch it and shoot it. The if reason, he's playable, great. The Put Dennis on the floor, dude. Dennis saved us. Dennis saved us. But the real reason I think that we can win is I just think that we match up decently with the Grizzlies. Like, I think we do. I think what we do well, we draw the most fouls in the league, obviously. And we get what the crazy thing is, we draw the most fouls in the league and we give up the least amount of free throws in the league. So the differential in free throws is crazy. Uh, And obviously, like getting Dylan Brooks and Jaron Jackson Jr. in foul trouble, probably going to be the most important thing for us. We all know Jaron Jackson Jr. foul troubles. He led the league in fouls, playing only 63 games, committed a foul on 4.4% of his team plays, bottom 40th percentile. And, like, so everyone knows basketball index. They have this thing called foul trouble percentage. And so it calculates how what percentage of the players' minutes they played in foul trouble. It's just crazy. But Jaron Jackson played 10.74% of his minutes in foul trouble. That's the second most of any player in the NBA. Dylan Brooks, 9.85% of his minutes in foul trouble, fourth most of anyone in the NBA. So they have two top five guys that just foul all the time. And the Lakers take the most free throws of any team in the league. If we made free throws, if we were a better free throw shooting team, we would blow teams out, I promise you. But we just don't make free throws that much. Uh, The Grizzlies, on the other hand, they take the 13th most free throws in the league, but they are even shittier at shooting free throws than us. They have the worst free throw percentage in the NBA, and they're the only team in the league to shoot below 74%. They're bottom five in free throws made per game. So I just think all in all, the Grizzlies foul a lot, and what we we thrive on doing is, is going to the line and beating teams that way. And if you got Dylan, I know a lot of people talk shit about Dylan Brooks. I think he's a pretty decent perimeter defender. Like his matchup difficulty, he guards the best players on a night in night out basis. And he's really good off ball, like, like running through screens, off ball navigation. He's actually one of the best players in the league at doing so, which is why I think they give the warriors problems because he actually is able to stick with Steph doing all that extra shit. But at the end of the day, Taking Lakers in six, man. What are we talking about? I'm not going to sit here and explain it to you. Lakers in six for every reason I just said. And I wouldn't be surprised. if I think we lose the first one, win the second one, lose the third one, win three straight. There we go. Ended in Staples because six is at Staples, I think. So, oh, or crypto, whatever you want to say. So, Lakers in six for me. Second round, Nuggets, Suns. I'm taking the Suns in ooh, I'm taking the Suns in six. I want Suns and five. I was going to say five. But I ended, ended up with Suns and six. I just think they're a better team than the Nuggets. The Nuggets, I think, are going to struggle with the Wolves. So good luck guarding Kevin Durant. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, Suns and five. We have Warriors. For me, I have Warriors, Lakers. Uh, y'all have Warriors. No, me and I don't Warriors. Warriors, Grizzlies. Yeah, you have Warriors, Grizzlies. So talk to me. What do you think happens? Warriors and seven. Mm. Okay. Uh, so you have the Warriors in the rest of the conference finals. Khalil, what do, what do you have? I have Lakers in seven. Oh, shit. We on the same page. <laughs> I have Lakers in seven. I think 
we are also a good matchup for the war. Like, I think we match up with the Warriors pretty well. We won the season series 3-1. Granted, I don't take those games into account because I have them. They didn't have their full lineup. We didn't have our full lineup. The only time we really played them dead ass was the first game of the season, and we still had Russ. So I don't think these two teams have seen this iteration of each other. So it'll be a knockdown, drag-out fight, but I'm taking Lakers in seven. I just think we're a better team than them and have been since the trade. Uh, and so then we have... Suns, you have Warriors. what? Suns Warriors. Who you got? Uh, Suns and six. Oh, nice. Suns and six over the Warriors. I think that's what most people have. Kalo, what you got? Suns Lakers. <laughs> you gonna ride with me or you getting on the bus? Lakers and seven. <laughs> oh, yeah. We, got, we ride. We ride. We fucking ride. And I'm taking the Lakers in seven, two. <laughs> yeah, you can rub your little head all you want, boy. Lakers in seven. Um, I'm not even going to lie to you. I have not. If we actually get to this point, I will come on this podcast and explain to you word for word why I'm going off vibes right now. And I think I'm, I'll be completely honest with you. I'm going off vibes right now. And I think the Lakers have proved to us that they can be a really good offensive team. Not, I won't, I won't say really good. Since the deadline, we're fifth, we have the 15th best, best offensive rating, third best defensive rating eighth best net rating. I think the Lakers have been a really, really good team since the deadline. And I'm not going to sit here and say that eight games of the Suns going eight, you know, with KD makes me believe that they're just all of a sudden a different stratosphere of team than the Lakers. So I'm going to take the Lakers and, and uh, taking the Lakers in seven. And uh, for me, I have Bucks Lakers. Kalo has Bucks Lakers. You have Suns Bucks. So who you got? Bucks and seven. He's so tired of me. <laughs> Bucks seven. Who's your finals MVP? Yanni. He not even. He not even talking no more. Khalil, are you getting off the bus or are we getting to the destination? Lakers Wait. and seven. Let's go. Let's go. Come on. We've lost Come all on. credibility. Come on. <laughs> nah, bro. I this got Lakers and seven, two. I think we beat the Bucks. LeBron Giannis finals is going to be generational, special, sensational. We're talking oh about God. King James. We're talking <laughs> about the greatest. Talking about the greatest basketball player to ever touch a basketball. If you're the goat, you do goat shit, and that is beating Giannis Antetokounmpo at home in Milwaukee in Game Seven. Big goat shit three years ago. You're doing fifth, no more goat shit for your fifth <laughs> NBA championship. Lakers in seven. The Lakers are your 2020. To 20, 2022, 2023 NBA champions. Justice has the Bucks. And uh, with that, we're going to go ahead and get on a out of here. Actually, wait, I want to do something for TikTok really quick. It'll take super quick. So everybody say the team that you have winning the NBA championship and give me one reason why. Bucks, stifling defense. I, I would have taken a sentence, but two words are cool. Oh, my bad. My bad. My bad. My bad. All right. Read. Cut. All right. Do it again. <laughs> all right, so everybody give me one team. No, all right, so everybody give me the team you got winning the chip and give me one reason why. Uh, I've got the Bucks, uh, elite defensive abilities, especially with rim protection and what Drew Holiday offers on a night to night basis. Kalo, who you got? I got the Lakers in seven. I think they still have a very versatile and deep rotation. And then you got LeBron James and AD coming up big for you. 
I also, oh, this is going to be a tough TikTok. I also have the Lakers winning the chip. For me, like I said earlier, no one has given me a legitimate basketball reason. I think we have size. I think we have star power. I think we have shooting when it's on. I think we have depth. I think we have defense. I think we've been better offensively uh, over the, since the trade. And uh, goats do goat shit, so I'm taking LeBron. <sighs> and with that, we're going to go ahead and head on up out of here. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of the Run It Up podcast. It was a banger. Uh, make sure you guys subscribe to Run It Up Podcast on Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Spotify. Follow us on TikTok at the Run It Up Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Run It Up Pod. Follow me on Instagram. Nope, not on Instagram. Follow me on Twitter at Najee Adams underscore. Khalil's at below 44. Justice is at JReed2. Leave the five-star rating and reviews on the podcast and all like good shit. If you're watching the video version, leave a comment. Say what's up. I hope you have a litty day, a litty night, a litty life. And just like we do on every episode of this podcast, make sure y'all go run it up. Thanks for tuning into this episode of the Run It Up podcast. If you want to keep up and see what Najee is up to, follow him on Twitter at NajeeAdams underscore. Hit him with some questions or topics that you want to hear in the next episode of the Run It Up podcast.